Hi, you're listening to the Rav Desla Pasha podcast with me, Avram Ziedman. Join us as we weave together philosophy, psychology and Kabbalah to uncover new depth to our weekly Torah reading. So with your permission in this podcast, I would like to look at Akedah Yitzchak and let's ask a few questions and let's see what Rav Desla says. Let's recap. Hashem says to Avraham, I want you to bring up your son, which Avraham understands means go shecht him. And then as Avraham is about to shecht Yitzchak, a malach come and says, don't do it! To which the Medrash says that Avraham says, well, one minute, okay, fine, well, let me, you know, at least make a deep cut. No, 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 no. Let me get, okay, fine, well, well, let me make a bruise. No, 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 let me, you know, let me slap him a bit. No, don't do anything. Right. At that time, the Medrash says that Avraham says to Hashem, look, there's a contradiction here. On the one side, you told me that Yitzchak was going to be my lineage. But on the other side, you told me to go and kill Yitzchak. How can that be? And Hashem says, no, 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 no. You misunderstood. I just told you to bring him up. You brought him up, not take him down. Right. Three questions. Question number one. Avraham's only question to Hashem is, surely is a contradiction. You're telling me that my offspring is going to be through Yitzchak, but you're also telling me to kill him. Well, that's the only issue Avraham's got, but he's got no issue with murdering your own son. That's question number one. Question number two. Once the Malach has told Avraham, don't do anything, why is Avraham wanting to do some cuts and bruises to Yitzchak? Clearly, you got it wrong. So, so what, what are you gaining by now cutting? Hashem told you, take him up. So now take him down. You misunderstood. So what's with all the cutting? And question number three is how is it possible for Avraham to misunderstand the Navuah? Navuah is not information through the brain. It is an experience. If Avraham experiences Hashem's message, he understands, Hashem, you want me to shecht my son. You can't misunderstand an experience. So if that was the experience, how can it be then that Avraham got it wrong? It must be that if Avraham understood that Hashem wanted him to shecht his son, that there's got to be something to that. And it's also interesting to note, why was it a malach who stopped the sacrifice? Hashem told him to do it, and malach tells him to stop. Why are you listening to a malach? Why wasn't it Hashem told him to stop? Let's go through those four questions. Number one. Why was Avraham's only issue about this contradiction about, I thought you told me my son is going to be my legacy and now it can't. Why didn't Avraham ask a better question? You want me to murder my son? Question number two. Why is Avraham trying to cut Yitzchak once he realized the message was wrong? Question number three. How could he get the message wrong? And question number four. Why was it only a malach who told him to stop and not Hashem himself? Answers. Rav so let's look at the Maharal and get some background to be able to answer this question. What is a korban? What is the purpose of korbanos sacrifices? The message of a korban is total hispatlas, total nullification of self. You take an animal, you put it on the altar, it's gone up, there's nothing left. Ta-da! The motion of a sacrifice is, is that everything which I've got is ultimately non-existent. As I've mentioned in several different podcasts, there are different revelations that we can bring of Hashem. A person can reveal Hashem's chesed, a person can reveal Hashem's emes, and each one of Hashem's names 
reveals a different aspect. There is another aspect of Echad. Ein Oid Milvado. There's nothing else other than Hashem. When we say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, we're not saying there's one God over three gods. We're saying something deeper. To say Hashem is Echad, it means there is nothing else other than Hashem. Ein Oid Milvado. Nothing. When you bring a carbon, you're expressing that there is nothing else that exists in this world apart from Hashem. And the Hebrew name which expresses this is the name of Havaya. Hashem is Haya, Hoiva, Yiya, altogether. There is nothing else in the world, in the universe, apart from Hashem. And it's interesting to note that any time in the Torah we talk about Karbonus, the name we use is Havaya. Because that is the revelation. It's the revelation, not of Chesed, or Emes, or Gevurah, or Tiferes, or Nesachot, Yisoyed, but of Echad. Only you, Hashem, exists, and everything else is Mavatal. Everything else is none and void. Now, according to this, it would actually make logical sense to say, well, why not sacrifice myself? Or sacrifice other people? Surely, if I take a person and sacrifice them, stick them on the altar... That's revealing this concept of nothing exists apart from Hashem. And the answer is because you have no right to do that. (laughs) When a person is created, that's not the gilui, that's not the revelation that they're meant to reveal. Every person has their own challenges and free will, and Hashem wants that person's free will to be expressed. And that is how you reveal Hashem. Not by stealing those opportunities, by taking somebody and killing them and putting them on the sacrifice. And therefore, you have no right to sacrifice yourself, nor do you have any right to sacrifice anyone else. However, perhaps there's a moment in history where Hashem says, actually, this is the person's mission. This person's mission is to express Einod Movado, go Shechtim. Do not try this at home. In the case of Yitzchak, Hashem says, that's his avoider. I want Yitzchak shechted, which will reveal Einod Movado. Nothing else can stand in front of me. Go do it. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't we go through with it? Why didn't Avraham shecht Yitzchak? And the Ramban explains that in truth, Yitzchak should have been shechted. And that's why Hashem told him to do it. But a malach, the concept of a malach, an angel, is more distant from Hashem. When the malach said, don't shecht Yitzchak, it means even though in truth that would be the correct revelation, this world can't hack that message. That is just too harsh. That is just too unbearable. If you were to do that, then you would never, ever be able to be of anyone ever again. Because everyone will look and say, what does Judaism stand on? Well, our great-great-great-great-grandfather shechted his son. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm out. So it's not that, in truth, it shouldn't have been done. It should have been done. But practically, in this world, it just cannot be because the world can't take that message. It's too hard to bear. Had Avraham gone through with it and shechted Yitzchak, nobody would ever be Jewish. No generation would ever be able to hear that message. And as a medrash, that as Avraham is about to take Yitzchak to Shechtim, 
The Satan comes as an old man and says, what are you doing? And Avraham says, no, I'm just going with a straw with my son. You liar. You're going to shacht him. What are you thinking? The meaning of that medrash is that the Satan is saying, Avraham, how could you do this? No one is ever going to want to listen to a word you have to say. They're all going to think you're mad and crazy and harsh. That was the test of the Satan. Avraham, you do this, no one's ever, ever going to follow in your ways. But it's not just even the commoners who can't take that message. At the time, Eliezer and Yeshmuel were the greatest in the generation. You have Avraham and Yitzchak, and the next two greatest people are Eliezer and Yeshmuel. And Eliezer and Yeshmuel, tell me, do you see the Shechina in this act? Nope, we don't see any Kedusha. Aha. Even they couldn't see the Kiddush Hashem in Shechting Yosam. So now we can answer all the questions. Avraham's only dilemma with what Hashem said was, I don't understand, you want me to Shecht Yitzchak, but I thought he was meant to be my lineage. He didn't have an issue with murdering Yitzchak because I get it. That's the Gilui, that's the revelation that you want to be able to bring. That's Ein Odd And now we understand why Avraham wanted to cause a cut or a bruise. Because when the Malach said stop, Avraham thought, maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't understand. I know I'm meant to shech my son. Maybe I did something wrong. Please, let me go through with it. Or at least something. I'm so sorry. Well, I made a mistake. And the Malach says, no, 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 no. You didn't make a mistake. The generation can't take the message. How could it be that Avraham would misunderstand the prophecy? He didn't. What he understood was absolutely, utterly correct. He was meant to, on a higher, deeper level, Shecht Yitzchak. In a practical level, he couldn't. And that's why it was a Malach, which is more distant, which told him, I'm sorry, this world can't take the message. Stop. We can never truly understand the real test of a Kehus Yitzchak. Every single time you learn it, it gets deeper and deeper. But the message here is that Avraham is prepared to go all the way for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we say to Hashem, please remember Kedis Yitzchak, it means that by Avraham doing that test, he has imbued into the DNA of every single Jew the ability of sacrifice, that we are prepared to sacrifice and do whatever you want, Hashem. Please, Hashem, help us to be able to express that inner desire of closeness to you and to realize that Ein Ad Mulvado, there's nothing else other than you, and we give ourselves to you. Throughout the generations, Jews have died with the last word on their mouth being Echad. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. And when we're prepared to do that, Hashem should see this as a chus and he should protect all of us. Have a great Shabbos.